He's saying the only one who can create anything by the word of their mouth is him. Anything you get is based on what he already called into being. Welcome to Treasure Truth with pastor and author James Ford Jr., senior pastor of Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller. Glad you're with us as we really spend some time looking at the subject of faith. Generally, we've been looking at Hebrews chapter 11, pastor, but uh, we're going to spend a little time today in Psalm 91. As we think about and as you reflect on Psalm 91, where do you find the great truth of faith in that psalm? Uh, well, I wanted to uh, start that segment off with Psalm 91 to demonstrate uh, what is provided whenever you have that commitment to the honoring of and faith in Yahweh. And so I just uh, uh, thought I'd uh, do it a little different, go in the Old Testament passage mm-hmm. and use that as an introduction uh, to Hebrews chapter 11. Uh, you know, in our segment today. And so if you look at Psalm 91, uh, he ends up, God is speaking. So it's a conversation between two individuals and uh, the icing on the cake is God, Yahweh speaks to the one that the Christian or the believer is speaking to a person and testifying. And God confirms that testimony and says, because he has lavished his love upon me, I'm doing all these things for him. Hmm. And so the idea is always uh, that uh, what God wants to give us always flows out of a faith fellowship with him. Hmm. And so you mentioned the things that God wants to give us out of relationship with him. Give us just a, an example or two. Okay, well, uh, in, in uh, Psalm 91, he says, I'll give you provision, protection, peace, power, promotion, prestige, prayer answered, and prosperity. Hmm. And so who doesn't want that? Sure. Uh, you know, and uh, those things are things that God bestows as a blessing on us as we honor him. Well, as we've been talking about, uh, overall, we've been studying the subject matter of faith from Hebrews 11, but today we begin in Psalm 91. So I hope you'll open your Bible and join us there as we continue the message, Faith in the Word. Here is Pastor Ford. So then what's going on now? So he says, let me tell you. So then he tells him, see, didn't I tell you? That's what's going on in verses 9 through 13. Didn't I tell you God to do it? Didn't I tell you he'd give you a business? Didn't I tell you you could go back to school and finish your education? Didn't I tell you he could resurrect a dead marriage? Didn't I tell you he could bring your children back from the far country? Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Now get this. God can't take it no more. And God's listening to them. And he's listening to them. And he just breaks into the conversation. He busts into the Kool-Aid and find out what flavor it is. And he gets up in the video. And 14 through 16 is God speaking. Listen to what he says. Because he has set his love upon me. Now, he's not talking to the first guy. He's confirming the witness of the first guy to the second guy. Don't miss this. I don't care who don't believe you because God going to show them you were right. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to brag on you because you bragged 
on him. And listen to what God says, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? See that? He didn't give to get. He abided in a relationship with Yahweh and he allowed Yahweh to tell him what he could claim. And whatever he told them, he could claim. Now, what is it? There's seven of them in this passage. I ain't got time to talk about them. Verse 1, provision. Verse 2, verse 11, verse 12, protection. Verses 4 and 5, peace. Verse 7, verse 13, power. Verse 15b, verse 15c, promotion, prestige. Verse 15a, prayer, answer. And then verse 16, prosperity. It's all there, so blessing is more than prosperity. It's all of this. And he gives it to the person who exercises faith in him. Turn to Matthew, Matthew chapter 8. I just want you to see this. Turn to Matthew. All I'm telling you is what verse 2 said. Well, what are you telling us, Pastor Ford? I'm telling you that if you'll brag on God and what he said in his word and what you're standing on, God will brag on you. Now, how does God brag on you? By bringing to fruition what you're bragging about that nobody thinks that God can do. So, Matthew chapter 8 and verse 5. So there's a, there, there is a Roman centurion. How many soldiers does he command? 100. So a centurion is the captain of 100 soldiers. So he says to Jesus, uh, there came a certain centurion, verse 5, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, verse 6, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. Listen to this. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou should come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth. And to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said unto him, them that follow, verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith no not in Israel what is he saying first of all this is a faith that's never been seen before he's not a Jew he's a Gentile he is away from the commonwealth of the Jews he never went to Moody Bible Institute or the Trinity Evangelical Divinity School he never took a Bible course online he, he never went to Jewish synagogue he never went to Sunday school but yet Jesus said you got a faith greater than everybody else because you understand the power of my word and the authority that I have that I can just stay right where I am and tell your servant to be healed and he'll be healed. That's faith in his word. And so what, what's he saying? He's saying, listen, listen, then write this down. I'm not going to go to it. Matthew 15, 21 through 28, verse 28, the Syrophoenician woman, the audacity of faith where Jesus blessed her because her faith was so audacious that when he said, uh, you can't give the children's bread to the dogs, the word little puppies, she said, yeah, but the crumbs that fall from the table, the dogs eat it. You know what she's saying? All you got to do is give me the crumb because whatever's in the loaf, it's in the crumb. If there's power in the loaf, there's power in the crumb. If there's healing in the loaf, there's healing in the crumb. You see what he's saying? So he says then, you want God to start bragging on you? 
start bragging on him. Amen. So by it, faith, the elders obtained a good report, and it was faith in his word. See, see, get this. Faith in his word can turn your someday into today. Okay, now let me move on. Now notice verse 3. Notice verse 3. Verse 3 says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made by the things which do appear. Now, here's, here's what you got to understand. I wish I could define all the words. I'm not going to take time to do that. I'm not going to take time to do it. But if you look at it, I, there's one word I want you to see. Understand. Let me read the Greek definition for understand. I don't know what NIV says, but whatever it is where it says, uh, through faith we know, or through faith we understand. Let me read it in the Greek, the Greek definition, right out of a Greek dictionary, uh, what this word means. It's the word noeo, from which we get the word noose, which means mind. Get this definition. To perceive with thought coming into your consciousness that is distinct from the perception of your senses. In other words, it's a sixth sense. No, it's not when you see dead people. No, it's when you see the reality. Okay, let me, let me see if I can help you to understand it. Did anybody see what I just put under that pulpit? You, you can't see, all right? You know why? Because you're looking by sight. So then if I say I have faith, then I can see what's there. But it's not like looking like this. You're looking head on. But the people of faith, they're seeing from the natural and from the supernatural. So then they know what they see already, even though it's unseen through your five senses. The sixth sense of faith causes them to be able to live in one world and see in the other world. So then what faith does is it reaches from one world, grabs what it sees that can't be seen by anybody else, and brings it into the real world. So, so, so what's he saying? Faith brings it from the unseen to the seen. In other words, I can see them by faith. So here it is. Here it is. Now you got to draw up close in your mind. Listen quickly. Take off your shoes for the ground we're about to step on is holy ground. Uh, this is a subject that generates more heat than light. And if you ask five different theologians, you're going to get six different answers because can't nobody mess up the Bible like a good theologian. Now, here it is. Get this foundation for verse 3. There are two truths. Number one, there is a God. Number two, we ain't him. There are two positions in the kingdom, the king and the servants. We ain't the king. Everybody got that? Now, why'd you say that? Because listen to what he says. The world's... So he's talking about the universe. The worlds were framed. And here he's talking about fashion. This is called ex nihilo creation. Go ahead, say it. Ex nihilo. It means out of nothing. Here's what this verse is telling us. They were able to place faith in the word because God 
celebrated faith. God controls faith, and God is the one who calls for faith. That's what he's saying in those two verses. Let me check this out. He's saying the only one who can create anything by the word of their mouth is him. Anything you get is based on what he already called into being. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor and author James Ford Jr. and a message entitled Faith in the Word. Really a look at Hebrews chapter 11, and we're going to get back to this teaching in just a moment. But we'd love to know how Pastor Ford's teaching is impacting your life. And uh, you can even get back to us on social media. You can follow us and uh, engage with us that way, or you can like our Facebook page and leave your comments there. You'll find those links at our website, treasuretruthradio.org. Back to the message. Here's Pastor Ford. Now, I got a whole bunch of scriptures. I'll give them to you later, where God says, I have called the end from the beginning. And God is telling us, listen, you need to understand, I'm the only one that create anything with my word. So you know it, Jay, you know it well. I say it all the time. God didn't start when start got started. God started start. God was the beginner who began the beginning before the beginning began to be. God is the one who called it all into existence. He said, light be and light was. And so God created it all. He made something out of nothing. And he's the only one that can do that. So you don't create anything by the word of your faith. It's only by faith in his word. So you hear it all the time. Folks say, I say, I got a cold. Oh, don't claim that. No, I don't have to claim it. It already claimed me. (laughs) I got a cold. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a cold. Sister came up to me after eight o'clock. She said, you know, I heard you for the first time on the radio Friday, and I don't come home that late. And so, but I was, and I listened to Moody, and I said, who is this guy? Then I went home and Googled your name I said, and said, I'm going to be at church uh, 8 o'clock for that service. And so, oh, you too? Oh, amen. Praise the Lord. So she came, 8 o'clock service. Guess what she told me? You'll never guess what I was wrestling with. I came. I said, I want to hear him. But I was wrestling with what my girlfriend told me. I said, girl, we're going to be out here on this damn ride. We're going to get killed. And uh, she said, don't say that. You make it a reality by saying it. Word of faith. I said, what would you say? She said, I'm so confused, Pastor. Would you help me? I said, okay, did you say it? Yes. Are you alive? Yes. Some some even missed that. Some people missed that. You know, I can say, lightning's going to come right now and strike me. You create everything by what you say. No, you don't. You create everything by what God said, and you don't create it. You just bring it to fruition. God already created it. Every blessing he's going to give you has already been created. Ephesians 1, 3, blessed with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So wait a minute, it's in heaven and it's with Christ. Let me tell you what that means. First of all, it's in heaven. It ain't in earth realm. So you had to have faith to be able to reach up that high to get it. But then it's in Christ Jesus, which means if he don't sanction it, you don't get it. So when you look at what's going on here, let's take Peter walking on water. Peter walked on water. We talk about it all the time. At infinitum, ad nauseum. And Jesus walking on the water. Jesus. 
because the water making him walk like that. <laughs> Peter sees him and says, if that's you, bid me come. Uh-oh. He didn't say, that's you, so I name it and claim it. He said, Jesus, if that's you, you name it and I'll claim it. And then he walked on water on the power of one word, come. Come. And so here he wants us to know, yes, don't throw out the baby with the bath water. And that's exactly what we do. Some people put an overemphasis on the Holy Spirit. We don't talk about him at all. Matter of fact, most of the time we act like he ain't even here. And so then, notice the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. There's how faith comes. Faith in the word, not the word of faith. Who shall believe the report of the Lord? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. See, will you believe the doctor's report or, or the weather report or the stock report? How about the report of the Lord? The power to pull it off is inherent in the word. That's all I'm telling you. Get a rhema. It says the word is rhema. What is a rhema? A spoken word for a specific instance, situation, or circumstance. So a word that fits whatever it is. So then if I am rightly related to God, uh, I like what Pastor Meek said. He said many of us use uh, Philippians 4.19 like a big joker. I got problems. Boom, big joker. Oh my God shall supply all my needs. That's not everybody's promise. That's for a promise of those who are walking in fellowship with him. So here it is, here it is. See, see, this is what I wanted you to understand when we study verses two and three. I was going to skip them, go straight to Abel, but God said, no, you better, you better preach this. He said, Lord, we're going to lose some folk. Lose them. <laughs> so here it is. It's inherent in the word. If you don't have a word, you don't have the power. But if you have a word, you got to apply the faith. It's faith in the word, okay? Okay, let me show you as I close. There was a man with a withered hand. Now, that means his hand was withered. That means it was shrunk up, it was drawn back, and it was from birth. And Jesus said, stretch forth thy hand. That was the word. Now, what did he have to do? He had to lift that arm up and try to stretch that arm. And when he lifted it up and began to, to, to stand on the word of God to have faith in it, his arms start extending and growing. Why? Because he had faith in the word. Jesus said, Peter, come. And he walked on water just because he had one word. Now, here's what Jesus did. Don't forget this. I know you know it already. Jesus walking on the water. Why? Because what's over your head is under my feet. But when you have faith in the word that I give you, what's over your head will be under your feet just like me. I give you my creative power based on my word. I'm sharing with you the same power I have to overcome the natural laws that I have instituted since I instituted them. I can overcome and I can give you power to overcome. That's why don't say you can't stop having premarital sex or you can't stop adultery. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Don't say you can't give. Say you won't give. 
And so you walk through the Bible. He tells the paralyzed man, pick up your pallet. Why? Because he's paralyzed all his life. He'd never walk. He said, rise, pick up your pallet and walk. Now, why carries his pallet? Because God wants to brag on him. So that everybody seeing him carrying his pallet will say, you know what? That pallet used to carry him. Now he, by the power of God, is carrying what used to carry him. Y'all ain't going to pray with me. So I'm going to get on, get on up out of here. I'm going to let you go. Amen. Well, my lovely sugar babe and I, we did a marriage retreat this weekend. And uh, it was a great time. And did it for Calvary right down the street. So we went out to eat and we went to Wildfire. It was too crowded. She said, let's go over here to Cheesecake Factory. And we're sitting down eating. We're having a good time talking. And our waitress, Mariana, comes up to us, and I said, well, we got to go. Give me the bill. She said, you don't have a bill. I said, what do you mean we don't have a bill? The pastor over there, the pastor Calvary, he paid the bill. I said, he paid the bill? She said, he paid the bill. I thought to myself, if I'd have known that, Jack, look, couple pieces of cheesecake. But here's what I began to think. Now, if you go, you got to go back to chapter 10 where we started last week. If you go back to chapter 10, he says they have a confession. What is the confession? Homo legeo. To agree with God about what he said about what he said. And that confession is based on what I just said. That Jesus Christ has paid it all. That, that you and I, we depend totally on him. We think it's just for salvation, but it's for sanctification. We think it's just for the spiritual, but it's for the material and the financial and everything else. That is, I did the crime, but he did the time. Jesus Christ paid for everything. Therefore, he is my source. I look to him, get my direction from him. You want to know why? Because everything I will ever need has already been paid for by the one who's sponsoring me. Word of faith? No. But faith in the word? Yes. I think that's a reminder also of Romans chapter 10, where the Apostle Paul says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. You know, when we place our faith in God's word, we can rest confidently knowing that all our needs are met and our salvation is secure. We're listening to Treasured Truth with Pastor James Ford Jr. And as we continue further in the study of Hebrews 11, maybe you're thinking how you'd like to learn even more. You know, Hebrews is a complex book. And at Moody Radio, it's our desire to see you grow in your relationship with Christ and mature in your faith and in your understanding. So we've partnered with Moody Publishers to provide a great resource for you today. When you become a monthly partner by auto gift at a level of $30 or more, you're going to receive a 50% discount on our entire online store. You can use your discount on as many resources as you'd like and as many times as you'd like for as long as you remain a monthly partner. Just call us at 888-644-7660 or go online to treasuredtruthradio.org. You know, maybe you're wondering how this even applies to our current study. Well, Moody Publishers has a number of different Bibles and commentary series that can help you grasp the life-changing truth of God's Word and come to a deeper understanding of the book of Hebrews. So become a monthly partner today and check out these great resources that are available. Call us at 888-644-7660 644-7660 or go online to treasuredtruthradio.org 
Our producer is Amy Rios. I'm Steve Hiller, and hope you'll join us again next week as Pastor Ford talks about Abel and how faith worships. Right here on Treasure Truth, a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.